Growing your business doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about knowing how to market and how to hit your goals. Hi, I'm Erica Martin, leading marketing expert from a small town in Minnesota. I left my corporate dream job to become an entrepreneur running multiple successful companies. As a marketing consultant, I want to share with you how I've been helping my clients for the past 17 years grow their businesses. I want to help you obtain your goals for your business that will give you your dreams. Let's get those goals. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Goal Getter Podcast. Today we're going to talk about Facebook. Um, Social media use is up um, since COVID-19 about 30%. And each year and each quarter we see in the industry um, overall social media use is increasing by about an average of 23%. So right now, just the month of April, the usage is up 30%. So that is big. And as business owners and marketers, entrepreneurs, we need to pay attention to that because now is a time to use these free social media platforms to get your message out. It's it's easy to do. There's just a few things that you need to overcome as far as getting your content in front of your followers, especially in the most organic way possible. So today I want to talk to you guys about a thing called the Facebook trifecta. And the Facebook trifecta is, is obviously three points of which Facebook deems your content of value to your audience. So, um, so Facebook, obviously, when you're on Facebook, you don't own that content. You don't own any of your followers. You don't own anything. So it's up to them and their algorithm to say who gets to see your stuff when. Um, we can do a whole other episode of what you do own and can own, but since we are talking Facebook today, let's keep going here and talk about the trifecta and how you can beat that Facebook algorithm. So the Facebook trifecta is basically um, three things. The first thing is your post type. So the type of post that you create, it can be a photo, it can be a video, um, it can be something that you share. Facebook looks at that and they say, okay, this is a post type that your audience likes the most. So example, if your audience is really interactive with video, Facebook is going to know that every time you post a video, they're going to make sure that your video comes up in everybody's feed. And then if someone likes it, then they push it out to the organic reach and, you know, reaching beyond just your followers. So the post type is the number one part of the Facebook trifecta. The second type of the Facebook trifecta is um, your topic. So what your topic is what your community community is looking for. So the topic that they're looking for. So obviously, um, you know, your community, you take time to build this community and you're working hard to get followers, all that great stuff. Um, once you get the followers, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to see your content. So you want to make sure that you're posting content that's relative to them and eye-catching. Because about 1% of your contact content, either on Facebook or Instagram, um, is actually shown. So that's a very, very low number. And our goal with the Facebook trifecta is to get your content to 30 to 80% of your followers. And then hopefully they like it and then it will organically reach out from there to people that Facebook deems um, would like the con- their friends' con- um, the content 
and kind of flush it out from there. So post type is number one, whether it's um, native photo, video text, post topic is number two, um, which we just talked about, which is what your community, the topics that your community is looking for. So you really want to make sure that you understand your audience, you understand what are the needs, what are the problems of my community and how can I fix that for them, right? The third thing is the time. So this is something where um, I, you know, because I am a marketing consultant and I help people one-on-one and also I do marketing coaching, we really do look at this. We look at the back end of Facebook because it's so important to understand your insights and know um, without just kind of throwing stuff, okay, I'll throw some stuff out at 10, I'll throw some stuff out at one. I mean, who's going to see that? So if, if your followers aren't on there and you're looking at your insights and they're say, they're usually on at like three or four in the afternoon, that's when you're going to want to post your content. So um, the time of when you post, and this is going to be when your audience is the most active. So you want to understand that as well. So um, like I said, you're going to want to go into the back end of Facebook and really you know, look into the insights and that will give you a lot of information of what um, Facebook is deeming is relevant for your your followers. Um, here's a good quote that I really like. People do not buy goods and services. They buy relationships, stories, and magic. And this quote really, I mean, this is so true. Today with the, the age of Facebook and how it's being used, most people are going on there from their phone. I think it's like a 56% is going onto Facebook on their phone. The demographic of Facebook has now shifted to an older Like we're talking 35 plus up to 65, even a little bit older. Um, That is who's living on Facebook. So with that, um, you need to remember your audience on Facebook might be a little bit different than your audience on Instagram. Obviously really different than your audience on TikTok. Um, So you got to make sure that you're tailored your messaging clearly on Facebook because people are buying those relationships they're buying you if you're an entrepreneur or service provider, um, whatever it is that you may be, they're buying you as a person. They're buying from you. They're learning from you and they don't want to be talked to like a billboard. Um, so, you know, one thing that I always tell my clients is tell a story. Tell a story over time on Facebook. It doesn't have to be every day, but somehow incorporate the story of of your business and how it evolves and how it's evolving. People really like to connect with that story. So here's some tips um, on Facebook, what I have used with my clients, what has been, you know, gotten us to that 30 to 80% organic reach in some cases. It doesn't happen every single time and it's really, really trial and error. So, but here's some things that have worked. Um, Number one, and these aren't even numbers, so I don't know why I'm saying number one, but, but one note is in fourth quarter, that is the time when you are not going to want to do advertisements. Um, Facebook ads is a whole nother topic, but I just want to say that Facebook reach, um, Facebook is so overwhelmed in fourth quarter because you have holidays in there. You have a lot of people online. So if you have, if you're a retailer, if you're, you know, have some kind of really good product that's for the Christmas season, you're going to want to start promoting that in I tell my clients like October is a good time because you're kind of into fourth quarter already, but fourth quarter, your audience is going to be very overwhelmed. They're going to be thinking Christmas holidays. They're not going to be thinking as much about your business. 
Um, they're going to be engaged in other topics, so they might not see your stuff as more. And if you're going to do an advertisement, um, ads are going to be a lot more expensive because there's a lot more people advertising. So I say when I'm doing a marketing plan for Facebook and Facebook ads, we always start really pushing it hard first, second, third quarter, and then we taper off for fourth quarter. We're, we still show up because showing up every day is the key to you know nurturing that audience that you've built and grown. So make sure that you do show up. But I don't push a lot of things. I push sales through email. Um, I'll do some inspiration through Instagram. But I, I just show up like two, three times a week, make sure they know I'm here, you know, that kind of a thing. But I don't push a lot of sales and don't do Facebook ads in the fourth quarter. So, um, so back to a few things, my tips here. Facebook hates when you use your page like a billboard. So if you're going to make graphics that say sale, 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 Facebook, one, they look at your graphics, two, they look at your copy. They want to make sure your copy fits with your graphics. So if you're going to be using your, your um, Facebook page like a billboard, they're going to make your reach pretty much nothing. Nobody's going to see it because Facebook, the overall mission and goal for Facebook is building a community. So they want that community feel. They want to make sure that you're serving your audience, that you're showing up for them in the best way possible and not trying to sell to them. So remember that Facebook hates when you act like a billboard. <laughs> um, and okay, the next thing is you want to give, give, give. Um, make sure that you are giving and serving your audience as much as po possible. And, um, you know, you're, you're part of a virtual community, so you need to add value. And Facebook, you know, quote unquote, sees that. Facebook sees when your business is adding value. So you want to give humor. You want to give help. You want to give tutorials. You want to give positivity. You want to do anything to make people show up and look at your page and interact with that page as much as, much as possible. So remember to give when you can on Facebook because they're watching that. Um, the other tip I have is to test. And this is something whenever I have a new client coming on, I tell them, you know what, it, it takes a good, I would say a very good three plus months, three to five months to really get your action, um, get action on Facebook because it takes time for, you know, you got to invite some people. And at first you're inviting your mom and your dad and your grandma and all these, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles and that's awesome but they're not necessarily maybe they are they could be but they're not necessarily your audience so what happens is when you have everybody posting and commenting and like oh honey I love your content from mom that's awesome and it's awesome that mom is a fan and a super fan I'm posting but Facebook is gonna look and say hmm, that's not your demographic um, so they, they could do two things. They could say, I, we don't agree with that mom that, you know, so-and-so is your demographic. So we're not going to show any your content to anyone. Or they're going to start showing, you know, people in that age group and demographic more content, which will not benefit you at all. Because if, if you're selling something that isn't geared towards them, then it's just not, it's worthless. It's pointless. So it's great to have those to start because you know, maybe their friends are your target market. So that's awesome. But 
the less they can post on there, the better is what I tell my clients. I know they want to and it's awesome, but the less that they can post, you want the people that are actually your audience to post because more than likely their friends are also um, in the same boat as them. They have contacts that are doing the same thing who is also your audience. So test, test, test when you can. Pay attention to your insights. Look at the back end of Facebook. Go into insights and just take a scroll. See what's worked, what hasn't worked. Um, you're going to see clicks and likes and all these funky numbers. It's very simple to read, but you're going to see, you know, did this, if I shared an article from, let's say, Us Weekly example, did that get as many um, likes as like me posting a picture of myself and, you know, sharing a quote? Probably not is my, uh, is my um, thought because when people show up in your, in your posts, um, pictures of people, Facebook loves that. They, they think, okay, you're building your community. This is great. So when you're testing, you're going to want to try a few different things. You're going to want to try stuff like I have a lot of clients where once a week we're going to share an article and once a week I'm going to show a picture of them. And then once a week they're going to share an industry tip um, or create some stuff in Canva, you know, some kind of cool graphics with their logo in it. So we'll do that for a f probably three months. We'll look back and see what worked and what didn't. And then whatever worked, we'll just keep duplicating. You know, if it's pictures of them and their their company, awesome. We're going to just do that a lot because that's going to get them the most engagement and the most reach. So test when you can. Try some different things. Don't just think you have to sit there and do the same thing over and over because Facebook doesn't like that either. They want you to be innovative. Um, so... Post when you can natively. And what this means is posting, um, you know, content that you've created, graphics that you've created, pictures you've taken. For some reason, the algorithm, and again, the algorithm changes. It changes all the time, but it, this has been pretty consistent. The algorithm likes when we take pictures from our phones and upload those to Facebook. You know Why? I don't know why does the algorithm like things that they do. I have no idea, but it does. It, it tends to show those more often. I think they, the algorithm is thinking you're in the moment, you're in the sense of community, you know, you're going to show a picture. This is awesome. So um, post native content. Don't always share somebody's stuff all the time because that's going to get old too. So make sure you're posting, you know, pictures of you in action, behind the scenes, all that great stuff. Um because Facebook is very, very smart. Um, you also want to do posts and content that's engageable or in, in shows, is that a word? Engagement. <laughs> that shows highly engaged, um, you want to show highly engaged content. And the number one Facebook way Facebook figures out who is giving value to the vir virtual community is by engagement. So this is a big one. You want people communicating and tagging their friends in a post but you want to do it in the most nonchalant, like you don't want to be, hey, tag my content, right? You want it to be in the most, um, you want people to feel or have, you know, feel compelled to engage with your content. So example, I've been doing a lot of stuff right now for some clients and myself too, asking what is the first thing that you're going to do? And you can use this, totally happy, it's very generic. What is the first thing that you're going to do when you're out of the quarantine? And so many people feel that 
that they have to post or they have to respond because, you know, they're, they're sitting at home. They've got nowhere to go. They just feel like I need to let someone know what I'm going to do. You know, ask things like, what, what do you miss most about being in this quarantine? Or what do you miss most before COVID-19 hit? Those are things where people are in, it's going to be everybody. You're going to get a really large group of people responding to that. So you want to make sure that um, people are engaging with your content, not only liking, Facebook loves when you get comments, and the first thing you need to do with that is respond as quick as you can. Set up a notification on your phone so when you get a comment, you are instantly turning around and engaging back. Facebook sees that. They see how long that it takes you to respond to messages, how you respond to posts on your business page. They notice that. So... Um, respond as quickly as you can and never ever ask to tag a friend because Facebook sees that and again it's wording that they don't like. I mean this algorithm like I said is super smart. A lot of softwares have written this written this algorithm and it changes probably every month in some way shape or form but don't ask for anything. Don't ask like please do this share my page and get 15 like Facebook doesn't like that stuff you know they don't they used to but they don't anymore. So you want to start conversations and keep them going. So if you can do that every week, that's awesome because Facebook sees that. And then know what doesn't perform well. Um, this is part of paying attention to your insights, but there's specific things that, you know, I see people doing all the time that will kind of kill your Facebook page in a way. And once you get that momentum, you're going to start seeing your insights going crazy. But you don't want to send outside links Um you know, you can share stuff if you want that goes, you know, click another page, but you don't want to send them outside off of the page as much as possible. Here and there is fine. Um, you also, this is a big one, and I've tested this and I, you will see that I've used it before and I continue to test it because I feel like the algorithm is going to change one day on me, but do not use hashtags. Hashtags on Facebook do not work. Um, why? I don't know, but Facebook does not like it. They will deem your content spammy and they don't like it. Hashtags are meant for Twitter and Instagram and other platforms like that. You can use them on Pinterest, um, but do not use them on Facebook. Facebook will t tell your, the algorithm that will tell the algorithm that they're being spammy and just not what I want to do. So, um, and also don't, you know, posts that are not performing well, um, those need to come down, you know, you don't have to take them down, but just don't do them again. You know, just don't be doing the same things that are not working for you over and over and over. Um, also, when you're creating Facebook posts, limit the text as much as possible if you want it to show up in news feeds. Um, it may look nice, it may look cute, but you're really, it's not the right thing to do. So Facebook, again, like I said, it is very smart and it knows when you're being too spammy, too salesy. Um, and so, yeah. So here's a few things that I want you guys to do um, now that you kind of have some insight on how Facebook algorithm works and you understand the trifecta. Um, I want you guys to take a look at your monthly calendar, kind of create some posts for Facebook um, and try to do kind of a rotation if you can. Do some stuff that's native, see what works. So do that for a month, um, plan it out, 
one month. The back end of Facebook, there's something called Creator Studio. That is a really cool new um, section of Facebook. You can schedule stuff on there. You can schedule stuff on Instagram. Facebook loves when you use their tool. I like to use Buffer personally, but Facebook loves it when you use their tool. Um, so I'm playing around with that. So, um, you know, check out, create a calendar, and then in one month, look back and see, you know, what has worked, what hasn't. Um, and just, you know, like I said, give a few things a try. And then what has worked and performed well, got the most likes, that's not just from grandma. Um, take that and run with it. Make it work. The more you show up in your feed, the more you show up on any social media platform, those posts, I will guarantee, will do well. Um, <clears throat> Facebook wants you to show up. They want you to serve your community. And that's what will do well. Um, you can try using a third-party um, schedule, scheduler like Buffer, see what happens, and post natively to Facebook. Um, I don't have the time to sit there and post all the time to Facebook, so I use a scheduler. Um, I've used a Facebook scheduler as well. Try and see what happens because here's here's like the the overall tip. Fate, what works for your business isn't going to work for my business because we're different. Biz industries, we're, we're different. So, um, and even if we are in the exact same industry with the exact same messaging, our followers are going to be different. Um, so they're going to want different thing and things and need different things. So you need to remember, um, you need to just keep it kind of general when, you know, you're learning about social media and all that stuff and take it, you know, some of it with a grain of salt. So Facebook trifecta, um, you know, back to that, the post type, the post topic and the time are what going to, what Facebook is going to use to deem your social media um, worthy of getting that 30 to 80% reach. And that is our goal. Our goal is to get above the 1%. Um, some people call it the evil 1%. But our goal is to get above that and really get Facebook to to um, know that we're a serious business, we're engaging, and all that great stuff. Um, and that is something when you get to that point and you get that high engagement, that's you want to do the most engaging post right before an offer. So if you have an offer coming out, let's say, in two weeks, you want to engage the heck out of your page so you are in front, as, in front of as many people as possible. So that is the Facebook trifecta, and I appreciate you guys listening today and hope to see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Goal Getter Podcast.